Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. This podcast continues to be heard around the globe and has charted this past few weeks in Australia, the Czech Republic, Jamaica, Kenya, South Africa, Uganda, and more. Make sure you're getting this podcast each and every week. Subscribe, rate and review it, and share it with all of your friends. We are continuing our discussion about dreams and dream symbols. Dreams finally become meaningful once we understand that God is speaking to us in the night much more than we've thought. We need to pay much more attention to our dreams because God is articulating his instructions, his warnings, his blessings through the myriad of symbols and metaphors that come to us in dream stories at night. And I trust these podcasts have been helpful to you. During my last podcast, we discussed why you might have a dream about doors. This is a symbol where we need to look at the context of the dream in order to arrive at an accurate interpretation. For example, the house or the building that the door is connected to in your dream, that will mean one thing, and then where the door is located will mean another thing. Is it a front door, a side door, an internal door, or a back door? All of these have different meanings. My point is to not presume a one-size-fits-all interpretation with this symbol if you want to really know what your dream is about. This week, we will discuss nightmares. We've all had them, but why do we have nightmares? And what is the source of that nightmare? Some nightmares really do come from a demon. Some, they come from your soul and are based in unresolved fears. Others, surprisingly, can come from God. It's in the Bible, and I'll show you what that's about. Before we continue, I want to remind you about our upcoming Inner Healing and Deliverance Institute this January 27th through 29, year 2022 at Harvest Church in Turlock, California. It is our first institute back after the shutdown, and I'm so excited. These institutes are always powerful and always life-changing. One woman shared how she was delivered of several demons just in the atmosphere of the conference, and you can see the difference in her life. She's a completely different woman. Another shared how she finally saw the wound in her soul. It was a wound that was behind her inability to lose weight. Once she discovered this with the Holy Spirit's help, would you believe she lost weight supernaturally right there at the Institute? We've got it on video. It really happened. You can still join us on campus, but not for too much longer as we are near capacity, or you can join us online with the replay option available. Get the details at jenniferevaz.com. Now back to our topic. Why do we have nightmares and what can we do about them? I had mentioned that sometimes nightmares may have been sourced back to God, but it's more about the intensity of the dream that frightens the recipient. We read this in Genesis chapter 15 and verses 12 to 14. Now when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. Then God said to Abram, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs and will serve them, and they will afflict them four hundred years. And also the nation whom they serve, I will judge. Afterward, they shall come out with great possessions. That dream was absolutely intense and rather nightmarish. 
It was also prophetic, a dream about the future, and it came from God. And then we see how God might warn you so strongly in the dream that it terrorizes you. Listen to this passage in the English Standard Version in Job chapter 33 and verses 15 through 18. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls on men while they slumber on their beds, then he opens the ears of men and terrifies them with warnings, that he may turn man aside from his deed and consider seal pride from a man. He keeps back his soul from the pit, his life from perishing by the sword. I know a woman who is in ministry now, but when she was formerly living a rebellious lifestyle and not serving the Lord, he sent her a terrifying dream in the night. Jesus himself showed her two paths in front of her. One was a pathway into the flames of hell, and the other was her preaching in a church. She described how terrified she was inside the dream when she saw the fires of hell. And she made a decision right there to give her life to Jesus, and she's experiencing the fruit of that decision today. She's a minister, and this all happened in a dream. But the dream had a terrifying element to it, and it came from God. Aileen Funderburg, she too dreamt that she was in a pitch dark place. The darkness was thick and she could almost feel it. She heard the grunts of demonic animals and she heard big footsteps pacing back and forth. She could tell she was in a jail cell being patrolled by a huge humpback demonic creature and he was coming her way. In the dream, she jumped up and ran to the cell bars and held on to them out of fear. The creature turned to her with huge claws and stabbed her straightway in the stomach. She woke up right there because she felt that demonic stab physically. Her stomach had red marks on it, and she had a stomachache for days following this nightmare. When she had that dream, she described how she was severely depressed. She was also in a spiritually abusive church that she wanted to leave but didn't know how. She said that she had a lot of things going on in her life at that time and felt like she was being tormented. This dream was demonically sourced, but God allowed it to let Aeolin know that she was not in a good place, that she needed to make a change and get out of that church and get healed from the torment and depression. The good news is she has made those changes, and she's experiencing a newfound freedom in her life. Cadell has had a reoccurring nightmare for many years. She said the dream takes place in an old log cabin in the deep woods, in the dream, she's helping children to escape the cabin and away from some men that have held them captive. There are always the same three children that the men find and try to capture again. In the dream, she gathers the three kids together and then sends them running in one direction while she distracts one of the men. Only another comes up behind her and stabs her in the back. This is where the dream ends. She said, it's super intense, and her husband is usually asking her if she's okay when this dream happens to her. Cadell, since this is a repeating dream and you are the main focus of the dream, it's possible this is reflecting some trapped trauma still buried alive inside of you. In my new book, The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook, I have a chapter that talks pretty explicitly about trauma and especially complex trauma. I wrote this definition in the book. Trauma occurs when you have one or more distressing events that causes overwhelming amounts of stress, exceeding your ability to cope or integrate the emotions involved. That is the standard definition. I define trauma more simply as the feeling of being hit, crushed, and smashed to pieces on the inside. 
I'll further add that there is a difference between trauma and complex trauma. Complex trauma is when you are marinated in trauma and usually as a child having been subjected to extreme conditions of abuse and you had no way to protect yourself or even process it. That trauma doesn't go away with time. It might get suppressed. You might forget it even happened, and that's what happened to me. And or you might psychologically split internally and put the pain into a split piece of yourself just to survive it. Eventually, however, the unresolved trauma comes back, and you have to deal with it because it will deal with you. It doesn't go away and can make you mentally ill and physically sick if you don't get it worked out of you. That's what I think her dream is reflecting. It is reflecting trapped trauma, wanting to get expressed, validated, and released. And when that happens, she won't have the dream anymore. And I'm praying for you, Cadell. And for everyone else, be sure to get my new book, The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook. You've never read a book on this topic quite like this. It releases in just a few weeks. Go to JenniferEvaz.com and hit the shop tab. We are shipping from the USA and from Australia. And finally, Elizabeth Mitchell had a nightmare just once when she was a child that is still affecting her somewhat today. She dreamt that her parents took her to a doctor, and the doctor made her blind. In the dream, her parents apologized, but they said they had to do it. In the dream, she was terrified and couldn't believe her parents would do that to her. Also, she had to start wearing glasses in the fifth grade, and then every time her eyesight got a little worse, she would have flashbacks to this dream and experience the emotion of fear all over again and wrestle with the lie that her eyesight is only going to get worse until she goes blind. Wow, Elizabeth, that dream was so demonic, but it also fits the definition of trauma in classic form at the same time. Isn't that the devil to sneak into your dream life at a vulnerable age and establish a beachhead lie in your mind and heart? A lie that still tries to torment you even today as a grown adult? I wonder what the devil was afraid that you would see. Often there is a prophetic message in reverse when it comes to dreams like this. Elizabeth, I want to pray for you right now. In the name of Jesus, your eyes are blessed to see. They're blessed to see naturally, and they're blessed to see spiritually. In Jesus' name, I command the spirit of fear to leave you and to never return again. I believe you are one who could see and discern as a child, and I ask for God to renit and renew that young part of you back together and back into his original design. I ask the Lord to restore double what has been stolen from you in this area, a gift from the Holy Spirit to see what he sees and to see perfectly with your own two physical eyes in Jesus' name. Thank you once again for listening to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Help me to get this resource and other resources around the globe. Just go to JenniferEvaz.com and hit the Give tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at JenniferEvaz.com.